something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the anomic age, and I'm that guy. I'm your host for the evening, John H. Thanks for being with us once again here in the anomic age, coming at you in the wee hours of the a.m. from the formerly great state of North Carolina. Check out anomicage.com if you've not already done so. I can't imagine why. PayPal.me forward slash Anomic Age, Patreon.com forward slash Anomic Age as well if you'd like to make a donation or help me out at all. Free for you, not free for me. I got a mountain of bills just for this site alone, and I'm not even close to making anything near paying for even one one tenth of this. So if you like this content, paypal.me forward slash anomic age, patreon.com forward slash anomic age as well. Free newsletter, iPhone app, Android app. Nice little news feed. Every single video, every single audio. Information breakdown segments, full shows with guests and so much more at anomicage.com. So, excuse me, that's something in my eye. So, tonight's episode, Stolen Identity. Before we get into that, I'm going to get into this, this whole Anne Hesh thing. I covered it on the last episode, and um, it's not looking any better, people. It's really not looking any better. Uh, to quote the great Sophia Petrillo... It's all starting to ooze out. Well, I don't know if it's all starting to ooze out, but um, a little bit more starting to ooze out, I I should say. So, uh, if you can believe the toxicology on Anne Hesh, uh, says she had booze and drugs in her system. Hit one uh, house, kept on going, did a whole lot of damage to another house. Uh, we got... Uh, those doorbell cameras showing her racing through the neighborhood on a on a different camera. We already covered the one camera angle. That was the one available two, three days ago when I covered this the first time. I got another camera angle that's now been available. I'm not going to show you the doorbell cameras. I don't really think that means a heck of a lot, or at least not to me anyway. But we'll show one of these other views here in a minute. In my humble opinion, this other view that's, you know, some big groundbreaking piece, it doesn't really show you a whole bleep of a lot either, you know. (laughs) But uh, we'll cover all that. I suppose oddities as they are starting to add up with this. She was in a movie on chemtrails called Toxic Skies in 2008. Um, What's the other movie that she was, uh, I guess, set to release soon? Girl in Room 13 on Child Trafficking. Uh, Openly admitting that she... 
uh, I'm paraphrasing her own words here, but basically did a lot of drugs, had a lot of sexual encounters and so forth throughout her life, made a lot of mistakes. Uh, she definitely was putting a lot of that on her. Managed to kick the camera. That was real sharp. Putting a lot of the onus of that. Excuse me for that technical malfunction. Putting a lot of the onus on that on her being abused sexually by her father. I don't know if there's any I don't know, evidence of this, proof of this, cases, trials, court appearance. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not putting any of that on the father. I'm just sort of giving you what was revealed by Anne Hesh in other interviews and sort of lending credence to her being abused. And, of course, we know all that is cyclical, showing up in her uh, admittedly bad actions later in life. Again, you know, just going off on her own, her own words here. Not mine, not anyone else's. So, not trying to get sued here by anybody in the Anne Hesh estate, I guess, as it is now. So, we got all those uh, red flags, if you will. So, we'll cover the videos one more time. Uh, let me see. I'm going to start with, uh, I suppose I'll start with the newest angle, if you will, and then we'll go back and look at the old angle, see what, if anything, people are feeling on that one. Here we go. Let's go new angle. And I apologize for the bad quality. We're going to see that one once again. The bad quality. This is the best I could find. I was searching social media for quite a bit. And this was kind of the easiest and uh, best quality one I can find. I know there are better ones out there. So if you got a better one, shoot me a line. I'd love to see it. Let's see this one, one more time. All right. So they're putting this person in a gurney. She's covered up by the sheet. Appears to be strapped in at the feet. These are all things that were revealed in the previous film from about three days ago. Three days ago. She pops up. Doesn't seem to be burned, in my own opinion. I mean, her, her hair, one of those obvious first things that you would see really burned, damaged heavily. I mean, she doesn't look good, but she, she doesn't look, looks like she's all that burned. Same thing with her skin. Again, it looks like uh, she hasn't been doing well. But burned, I mean, we've all seen those horrible pictures of folks that have been heavily burned, and that don't look like it. Let's uh, let's take it from the top and view it one more time. All right, we're going to play the, I suppose you could call it original video. We'll take that one from the top two, and I'll give you my updated commentary on all of the above. Quick moving. That was going on on the other side of the vehicle. Oh my gosh, he's completely alive. He, he, he was trying to. Okay. So I'll just give you my two cents on this. I'm not saying this is false flag. I'm not saying this isn't legitimate. I'm not saying she's alive. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying it looks suspicious. I don't know why it looks suspicious. I'd say this looks suspicious if it was uh, John Smith 
on the stretcher and doing this. However, I doubt John Smith would be making the news here. So, again, admittedly, she's getting all this press coverage because she is a celebrity. This would not be heavily covered, if at all, if it was just the average person. So there's that to take into consideration. But here's some things that raise questions or at least cause pause, in my humble opinion. And this was very notable to me in both angles of this. And I'm giving you all my biases up front. I mean, this is me, myself, and I, someone that has had a lot of firefighters in their family. Me being kind of the one outlier that didn't take part in any of it. Uh, Sometimes I regret that. But neither here nor there. (laughs) I'm going to run this back, and we're going to play it one more time. I'm going to pause it and see what we can that see. That was going on on the other side of the vehicle. All right, oh my that's God. kind of the bird's eye view. Let's zoom in. Okay, come on. Can we, can we pause he, this, he, Joker? He was trying to... Oh, for heaven's sakes. All right, here we go. Um, not letting me pause it. All right, let's, let's go there. That was going on on the now, other side God, of the vehicle. Now, by God, we can pause it. Oh, my gosh. Pause it right there. All right, so we've gone from bird's eye view to zoom in in view. The guy that's pushing the stretcher, I suppose you could say on the far end, the distal end of the stretcher, if you want to get an an anatomy term in there, the distal end there, the guy on the far end. Uh, I got no problem with this person, I suppose, as far as legitimacy. Let me tell you why. His hat looks like a firefighter's hat. His jacket looks like a firefighter's jacket. You're going to see in that alternate view of this, he's got the firefighter pants on. Okay? Now, again, I'm not claiming that every single fire department follows this protocol to the letter every single time that there's a fire or what have you. But I am saying... Please correct me if I'm wrong here. I am saying that typically the protocol is you you are wearing the full firefighter gear when you're responding to this. I mean, I've seen the firefighters wearing this when they roll up to a fender bender. And in this instance, we're supposed to, and rightfully so, because we've got footage of the house being burned and all kinds of interior damage being seen as well. So something was on fire somewhere. I'm not doubting that. But I'm saying, guy on the end, okay, I'll buy it. He looks spot on. I would say the one on the lateral side of the stretcher, however, looks like they have a brand new helmet and a brand new jacket on. And you're going to see the differentiation if you look at this side view, which we're going to see in just a moment. I'll play it all back again for you. That person seems to just have, not jeans, but uh, I don't know the protocol again in this area, California. Maybe they're just wearing uh, something akin to, to navy blue pants. But that's what it looks like. It looks like, to me, navy blue pants. And again, in my experience with this, it's typically that they're going to have Navy blue fatigue pants, like military fatigue pants where you've got the big pockets on each side and they go, you know, full length. 
that sort of thing. I don't think I'm breaking any ground here. I don't think anybody's unclear on what military fatigue pants look like. These are very often used in fire departments, in police departments, in paramedics, and so forth and so on. Because just the utilitarian value of that much pocket space allows you to be able to put a lot of things in there and is very helpful in these aforementioned vocations. So you're going to see that in the other view. I'll just let this one roll and we'll go back to that other view, shall we? He's completely alive. So nice shiny helmet. Uh, there we got some other gentlemen, I'm assuming, because we can't denote their sex from this. But let's roll it back again. All right. We got new people entering the frame. Again, nice shiny looking pristine. <laughs> Firefighter jackets. Same thing there. Pristine firefighter jackets. Looking like a pretty doggone shiny helmet. Not as shiny as that yellow one. And I know somebody's going to say, oh, well, it's just the colors. Because it looks like the colors are a little bit <clears throat> a little bit blown out from this image. Or from this footage, I should say. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I see. Keep he, it rolling. He, he was trying to... All right. We've seen both of those. Let's go... To the one we started out with, which is that ever-fun new angle. Let's see that one again. I'm going to pause it, too. Whoops. I mean to do that. These things are such a pain when they work and when they don't work, I tell you. All right, we're going to bring it back again, folks. We're going to bring it back again. So this is giving you the side view of this whole thing. So this is the person with the bright and shiny originally mentioned jacket from the previous image. And the nice, shiny, pristine yellow helmet. Here you can see that side angle of her, of her sitting up. And then you see them rushing to, to push her back down. Okay. So there's shiny jacket and hat one. Then you're going to see the original guy that I mentioned looked very legitimate on the end pushing the stretcher into the ambulance. Then you're going to see two other people come into the shot. Both of which seem to be wearing some brand new jackets. I'd say the guy in the very back, his helmet doesn't look exactly brand new, but uh jacket sure does. And then we're seeing the white helmet guy move sort of into the right-hand side of the frame there, looking like a brand new jacket, nice shiny helmet. See it one more time. So, again, Maybe I'm just pulling things out of my proverbial hat. Maybe I'm just grasping at straws. I'm just saying it looks a little strange to me. Perhaps they just got brand new uniforms. I don't know. I didn't get into this, but I, we'll show it one more time just so I can sort of give you the breakdown of the pants. So we're seeing... Normal pants on the guy pushing the stretcher as far as fire departments go. 
Well, this one, well, this one does sort of cuts it off. This guy you can see right here. The uh, originally mentioned new helmet, new jacket guy does not appear to be wearing the fire department pants. At the very best, he's wearing a navy pant. Uh, doesn't at all appear to be the same pant that the guy pushing the stretcher is wearing. That guy, those are normal fire department pants. Guy pushing the stretcher, by the way. And when I say that, I'm saying like, I won't say heat grade, that's not the proper term, but these are the proper helmet, jacket, and pants. The guy pushing the stretcher, that's what you would expect the fire department to be entering a blaze in or showing up on the scene to something in. Because, I mean, everything I've ever been taught and heard is when you show up on a scene, you you come prepared for the worst case scenario. Being a fire department, I mean, you're expecting to get involved in heat, involved in flames, involved in fire. So, I mean, that's just uh, standard protocol from whatever I've seen, but I'm sure I'm probably wrong. But who knows? I'm just saying it looks a little strange. Looks a little fishy. Why is it fishy? I don't know. Are they, you know, the conspiracy, quote unquote, would say, oh, well, they're targeting her because she's about to expose. Expose what? I mean, it's a, I'm assuming a fictional film on child trafficking. Is that telling anybody anything they don't already know? I don't think so. So uh, the Kim Charles film was in 2008. I, I don't see any backlash from that coming, what, 13 years later, basically? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see that. But it seems fishy at best. The real question is why? Anybody got any answers, suggestions, or otherwise, shoot me a line. John at com. Put your information or hypothesis in the comments and it would be greatly appreciated all right let's move on the real reason we're here is this notion of stolen identity and this really came to me because someone was covering this news story of i believe it was a three-year-old child and the father had posted a video i was going to cover it and show you the video, but I mean, everybody's talked about this. I'm just sort of giving you a slightly different perspective on it. But the father basically came forward because his three-year-old was in the doctor's office and they asked him, in essence, your boy or girl? What do you think, huh? You think you're a little bit of a girl today? You want me to put that on your chart? So the reason the father got into this is because, uh, well, this is a three-year-old. That's kind of weird. <clears throat> Another reason is because, of course, we all know that this just goes into the proverbial paperwork. So if the child says, uh, yeah, I'm a woman perhaps today, you know, then they can go back and question and question and badger and badger and give probable calls for CPS to swoop in and take your kid or force your kid to go into some sort of... Uh, tranny therapy in which case they medically castrate you if not fully removing the penis and testes so you can experience the fun-filled high suicide rates of being a trans person 
All this is just based on a three-year-old saying something. And I know someone's going, oh, that's really hyperbolic. They're not really doing that. Oh, really? I mean, you haven't read the news where they're doing this (laughs) in Texas? Yeah, Big Red, the big conservative bastion that we're all supposed to believe. Yeah, we we didn't see that happen, was it, separate times, two, three different occasions where some fruit bat mom goes in there and starts uh, proclaiming that the kid is is sex X, Y, or Z, and so forth, and the father dismisses it, doesn't want it, and they go to court over it so they can have the kid castrated and turned into a eunuch. So please, if you are somehow believing that this ain't happening here in Land of the Sheep, Home of the Slave, you are sadly mistaken. So back to this identity theft. Which is what it is, because that's what's really going on, is identity theft. They are starting younger and younger, stealing the identity of the children. That's the plan. You see, they want you dead. They want you dead. They want you sterilized. They want you not to be here or able to reproduce anymore. That's the rundown with this whole thing, people. Did you miss that episode where I covered that? I mean, I've covered that in about 20 episodes, I think, right? But that is indeed the plan, ladies and gentlemen. So that is exactly why this is going down. That's why this is a multi-pronged attack. It's an an attack on your identity. It's It's an attack, an affront, if you will, to normality. An attack on future generations. That's what this whole thing's about with tranny hour, drag queen story hour. Let's play Mr. Potato Head with ourselves hour. Let's get the medical mafia involved so we can send CPS to take your kids. Because, oh, oh well, they're not really just uh, running kids through CPS. Oh, oh, they're not really running kids through Boys Town. Oh, they're not really running kids through the D.C. Madam. They're not really running kids through Jeffrey Epstein and Pedophile Island. They're not really having kids run and brokered through Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, yeah, Epstein wasn't really doing, uh, in, in essence, a cloning of himself program by having... Breeding factories of his own offspring. That's not really going on, right? Nah, couldn't be. Couldn't be the case. Meanwhile, back in reality, that's exactly what is going on. But it's an identity theft on us all. It's an identity theft on us all. How is that? Well, let me go down that little short jaunt in the rabbit hole for you. I think we all know of the Tavistock Institute. I think we all know the CIA running drugs in college campuses, Operation Climax, all kinds of sick, demented stuff to create the counterculture, to bait the counterculture. To destroy and change the counterculture. This has been going on for a long time, people. Nothing new here under the sun. We all know about, uh, what is it, Lookout Mountain Air Force Base. 
now owned by Jared Leto. Uh, Look into his exploits if you want. So Lookout Mountain was the propaganda arm in Hollywood, California, having better studios and better technology than the big brands. Folks like Marilyn Monroe and many other Hollywood acolytes work in there in propaganda films, people. This ain't new. Can't really be that dumb now, can you? So they have been manipulating our reality for so long. Perception is reality to a great extent. What you perceive to be legitimate, you will manifest as legitimate, whether it is or not. I mean, just take a look at the false flags over the last hundred and some odd years. But yet they're still in the history books. They're still promulgated by narratives and stories told generation to generation. They're still in videos. They're still in streaming services. They're still in our cultural fabric, our narrative, that cultural tapestry, if you will. They're still existing and persisting in our culture, even though they're predicated on lies. So identity theft has been going on for a long time on all the aforementioned fronts that I just covered. But there's been a big elephant in the room for about three years now. I think we all know what it is. Uh, what was it? Uh, that old ni- uh, 19 thing? Yeah, that thing. The old 19, right? I should just start calling it PSYOP 19. Maybe I will. Yeah, we're talking about PSYOP 19 going on for three years. Where they convinced the general public to fear the common cold. They convinced the the general public that we were seeing unprecedented death tolls. They convinced the general public that we were dealing with a pandemic. Didn't meet the definition then, doesn't meet the definition now. They convinced the general public... That these bastions of safety, the hospitals, were overcrowded and overrun. They convinced the general public to go along with the treatments in these hospitals that killed them. They convinced the general public to take a gene therapy that killed them. And will kill even more than we can possibly even imagine in the coming years. But I suppose it'll be like cigarettes. Uh, People, well, they didn't die with a cigarette in their mouth, so we can't really contribute it to cigarettes. A la Agent Orange. Well, they weren't actually in country, you see. They were just flying Agent Orange in over the country. So they weren't officially in Vietnam, so we can't claim they have an Agent Orange. That's how that works. How many years did it take to even get Gulf War Syndrome Admitted. And now it's the same old chasing the chicken thing. Well, you can't really say that's goal four syndrome now, can you? Hmm? And of course, they burned all those records in the Murrow building operation run by ATF and FBI. Yeah. Just along the lines of those... uh 
billions of dollars coming up missing in the World Trade Centers. And then the next day, that just miraculously, miraculously pancakes on down. Then you got Building 7. Nothing even hit it. Heck, I guess somebody just blew their nose and that fell over, huh? That's how it works. But our identity has been stolen. I've talked about this a lot recently. What shapes your identity? What shapes your worldview? And I've covered this on previous episodes, and I've discussed this notion of imprinting. Imprinting something that happens in animals, typically. And we like to dismiss us as being in any way possibly connected. So we're special. We're, we're humans. We don't have any connections to animals. So no. There's no way that we have anything like imprinting, right? Oh, no. Well, this was common knowledge until the Flexner Report, Carnegie Fund, Rockefeller Fund, pushed that debacle to do away with naturopaths, homeopaths, chiropractic, and the like. 1910, I do believe. Albert Flexner paid to get out there and undermine the normal medicine of the day, in favor of the cult of pharmacia, and by proxy, the cult of technocracy, those deified lab coat gods that everybody has now, because this has been multi-generational, they have now bowed down to and relegated themselves to third or fourth place on the decision-making food chain because they, of course, aren't as smart as the lab coat mafia. They're not getting all that Carnegie funding. They're not getting all that Rockefeller funding. They're not getting their own buildings and institutes and so forth and so on so they can propagate the same bull and shape the general public's mentality, worldview, and identity even more. Are you missing out how this all connects people? Your worldview is your culture. It is your individual and group identity. That's based on your religion. That's based on your culture. Nowadays, it's based on your media feed. And your friends to a lesser extent. But nowadays, most people don't have any real friends. They've got media friends. They've got social media friends that like and dislike and give them that lovely little dopamine drip as predicated by their virtue signaling. Are you virtue signaling to the right or are you the left? Because based on that is how you're going to get your dopamine drip today. And how your identity shall be shaped today. Based on everything already said. CIA, FBI, Tavistock Institute, the litany of other alphabet soup agencies, both here and across the pond, shaping, manipulating, and molding your identity, your reality, your worldview, your culture. Eight days a week and twice on Sunday. That's how this whole thing is breaking down, folks. So you might think 
It's not affecting me. I'm special. I'm above it all somehow. I'm a prideful guy. That's right. I'm so proud of myself. Nothing's affecting me. I don't listen to the mainstream media. I don't listen to the alternative media. I live in a vacuum. I live in a void, not touched nor tainted by the stains and strains of reality. No, 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 no. I'm my own person. Wink, wink, right? Sure. Sure you are. Not affected by anything going on, right? Not affected by a thing. Clearly, culturally, that's what's happening. I mean, we're just we're just witnessing witnessing off the chart levels of every sort of despotism known to man. Homelessness, just homeless drug camps, these roving roving bands of zombies. In major communist-run cities. Record death. Record everything. I mean everything, folks. Illiteracy, failing test scores, ridiculously low math and science and everything in between. People not working. Businesses being shut down. Predicated on this 19 hoax. You seen those signs, help wanted everywhere? Nobody's working. Nobody's showing up. Businesses are closing because of Operation 19. But don't worry. It's not really a recession. It's not really a depression. They told us so, right? Yeah, they told us so. That's why there's roaming bands of druggy trash stomping around the city, defecating, urinating, and doing God knows what else everywhere, leaning over in their in their little shaking Fix fit. That's just another day at the office here at Landed a Sheep Home and a Slave. And now it's monkeypox outbreaking because all these people are copulating with each other and uh, animals and everything else, I guess. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up, people. You cannot make this stuff up. So our identity has been shaped manipulated and contrived for a long time but now it's just being stolen you got kids conditioned and normalized into wearing a slave shackle you've got them afraid to get next to each other you've got them washing and rubbing and touching all kinds of sanitization products in fear of PSYOP 19 that's what's up folks that's what's going down And we don't even know the repercussions and ramifications of this mess. We don't know what it's going to be like in 10, 15 years for these kids. I would say neurotic hypochondriac fruit bats at best. At best. That's what we are creating by the stolen identity culture. And it goes further because I was really picking up on this in the last week. And I've noticed this term just thrown out with greater and greater dismissal and greater and greater just disdain in the tone boomers oh boomers are doing this and boomers are doing that and boomers over here and boomers over there and boomers in your pants you know i'm so sick of this freaking bleep so we got the greatest generation 
And from that, we've got the baby boomer generation. But now we're just going to call them boomers because they're just trash. They didn't do anything. They're just scum, dirt. Just scrape it off your shoe and move on. And you got Gen X and millennials and whatever the bleep it is after that. But boomers are now relegated to, I suppose, the lowest rung in the dung pile. Because they're always mentioned in such disdain. And what I think we got going on here is... uh, we're seeing this identity being shaped in our current culture and society. Because I hypothesize, I suppose purely on anecdotal evidence and also just, it seems quite clear evidence, but I'll say anecdotal for now. The boomers seem to be following the Trump God off the cliff. Because they, much like their communist trash counterparts on the left, were all too quick to take the vaccine and go along to get along and trust Trump if he said, bash your mom in with a shovel, they'd do it. So I think the boomer generation that everyone likes to dismiss so much, I think they followed Trump off the cliff to their own detriment, took the vaccine, And unfortunately, now we're going to see a real rise in the demise of that baby baby boomer generation. Those scary boomers, they're just nothing. They're all going to be dead now, so everybody will be happy. The communist twits, as well as, I guess, the millennials and Gen Xers, they won't have anybody to gripe and complain about, I suppose. But pretty soon they'll all be flipping dead anyway, so... Anyway, so you've got that dichotomy. You've you've got that perfect storm of divide and conquer, that perfect storm of us versus them, those trash boomers. They're a bunch of idiots. Oh, we're the millennials and the Gen Xers. We really know what's going on. We're hip and cool, brah. We got those Air Force Ones in billabong jackets. Our pinkies are out when we're drinking our proper cup of tea. We are awesome. Sad, sad note, folks. Uh, those dummies also took the vaccine, so they're going to be on their way out pretty blipping soon, too. Just saying. <clears throat> so that's kind of our quandary we're seeing. Huh? That is definitely what we're seeing coming down. That molded, contrived, and shaped identity. Going all the way back a hundred years plus where we saw such lovely falsities as the Lusitania, Gulf of Tonkin, and so forth. All the way up to to today where they have purely and obviously shown how they can properly shape and change the identity of a culture. It's happened, people. They convinced everybody to look like a moron with a slave shackle and hide from their friends and family for a whole three stupid years. And then they convinced all those same idiots to shoot themselves up with a bioweapon. Just the cold hard facts, people. That's what's up. That's how it is. How it will end, we will not know. Specifically, I say we will not know because we don't know how this is going to affect that younger generation that's going to be spawned out of this stupid joke-level nightmare. Their identity has been stolen. Unfortunately, we do not know the the length, breadth, and just overall depravity that this will 
manifest in this younger generation. It's just so sick, really, folks. It really is just so sick. Having the identity of multiple generations stolen. Being able to contrive and manipulate the identity of multiple generations. Let that sink in. Just the amount of insane that that really is. Multiple generations stolen. So sick, folks. So sick. But yet we still sit. We still sit and we've still got idiots out there saying, oh, Trump's going to be our next president. He's going to save us. Uh, Yeah, right. He's done a swell job so far. Oh, no, it's going to be DeSantis. Yeah, Mr. Handsign, Mr. Triangle Handsign. Yeah, he's going to be the next big wig to him. What a bunch of garbage, folks. Well, I'm going to hit the brakes on it this evening and try to get myself in the bed because it's just about where the buck stops tonight. My eyes are drying out really bad. I'm having a hard time dealing with that. So You can't do everything, but you can do something. Be safe out there, and I'll be seeing you sooner than later. Right here. In the wee hours, in the anomic cage. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. I'm <laughs> sorry.